Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about awakening. So, what is awakening from the spiritual perspective? Sure. Um, in essence, from the perspective, from the spiritual perspective, coming down into the matrix would be considered an equivalent of falling asleep. And it's it's almost like, as a soul, right, a part of you is projecting forth into, let's say, this reality, third dimensional reality or what have you. And that part becomes... Um, unaccessible to you, largely unaccessible to you. Um, in in some ways, you can think of it as that part of you goes to into almost like a sleeping pod of sorts. Um, it is reasonably detached from you, obviously not all the way, because you can always claim that energy back. Um, but um, let, let's just say it that part of you is being detached into a particular um, and and. It goes into a particular place or space um, from your perspective and from our perspective. We could just refer to it as the matrix. So because this can be described as a state of hibernation, in essence, um, every incarnation starts as a hibernation. Awakening, Awakening is a point where something happens, like a trigger event happens for this projection of yourself that quote-unquote lives or sleeps in the matrix and that trigger event not only provides that part of you that has been prior to the this trigger event dormant not only does it provide this part of you um, perspective into the fact that they're sleeping in the first place. But it also enables you to start contacting that part of you as a higher self, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so two things happen. So there's a trigger event, right? Um, and what that, what that enables is two things. The projection or the incarnated aspect of you starts getting the bigger perspective of what's happening, meaning they understand that they're sleeping, right? They understand that their experience that they're undergoing is not the only thing that exists, right? That there is life after life, so to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the second thing that happens is it enables the higher aspect of you, right? To contact you or be more present in your life because those two things tend to happen simultaneously, right? Generally speaking, say I'm the soul, right? And I'm projecting a soul, like higher aspect of the soul. And I decided um, to project myself into the matrix, into an incarnation. There is a reason why I would choose to go through an experience of being dormant. 
part of the reason is because that is the best way to learn, right? Um, you can call it the veil of forgetfulness. You can call it the rules of the matrix. You could call it the trick of the grand architect, whatever your perspective is, right? But as part of incarnating, a veil of, a veil of forgetfulness is established. Generally speaking, this is done for the greater good. Uh, and this is done to benefit the currently incarnating soul for many reasons. A, you don't really necessarily have access to your past lives, so your memory is not tarnished by any misfortunes, mishappenings, pain, insecurity that you might be, all this residual karma, if you will, um, that you have accumulated in past lives. So it gives you a chance to start from scratch, right, in many ways. Um, it also separates you from the rest of your resources, your higher self, right? So as your higher self splits itself into multiple aspects and into multiple incarnations, it chooses to only send certain parts of itself, certain vibrations maybe with certain skill sets. And it's done very intentionally because it is deemed that the lesson that this part of you needs to undergo can be undertaken given limited resources and with the limited resources in mind. And sometimes that is the lesson. Say that um, within your soul aspect, there is one pocket that does not yet get love, but the rest of you gets love. I, as a soul, might choose to separate that pocket that is anti-love, right? project that forth into a body and make that one aspect of me learn what love feels like or experience the lack of love, which eventually would lead me to understanding what that, what love is as a higher being, right? It is in my best interest to not give this projection of me the tools from my other aspects that already understand love, because I want this aspect of me to get it on its own if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. If I was providing that aspect of me with the love frequency or borrowing it from another part of my body, then it's kind of like cheating. And souls never really cheat. Yeah. Not, not, not to the fullest degree and not to this extent because actually you can never cheat yourself. <laughs> That's like a really bad idea. So that being said, right, the process of awakening, again, like I said, it starts with a trigger event. Um, generally speaking, not every being can be awakened or it's highly not advisable that they do. Um, up until a certain level of soul's development, awakening as a concept is not possible. You can think of it, although this is a very, very rough analogy, but you can think of like babies or toddlers that sleep all the time, right? Human babies. Like you don't necessarily want to wake the baby up because the baby... <laughs> You know, I was going to start crying like it's it's a, like babies need to sleep. And I think like you guys definitely know that, right? They need to sleep a lot. Sometimes they sleep 20 hours a day, uh, sometimes longer. And that's fine uh, when you're like a baby in the crib. Same thing here. Same concept here. Um, as the young soul starts going through its cycle of incarnations, it's actually highly, uh, highly unadvisable, inadvisable for that being to be awakened. Um, I don't know if you want to. To, uh, b because it's basically it's too early uh, mm -hmm. that is not going to serve their development yeah right and then as souls get older they might benefit from what you would call awakening um there are two types of trigger events you didn't ask me that but i hope it's okay if i tell you yes i was about to ask okay there are two types of trigger events or well sh should i say two buckets 
the first one is um, almost like the push and pull. So one is kind of like designed by your lower self. Like there is something that happens for your lower self, for the incarnated self that triggers you to remember. That's one. And two, your guides or some higher uh, dimensional beings choose to trigger you or to trigger something within that would cause an awakening. Does that make sense? Makes sense. So it could come from either upstairs or downstairs, so to say. Yeah. Right? It's two types of trigger events. Generally speaking, once that trigger event happens, um, the trigger is fairly instantaneous. And the person, the incarnated being, would be able to divide their life into two parts, the before and the after. It's that dramatic of an experience. Like your life is never the same. Mm-hmm. If you don't know your own trigger, that means you're probably not fully awakened yet. <laughs> Hate to huh. say this. <laughs> if you kind of think of like this one thing, you know, then maybe maybe you're not all the way there. How does how does it feel? Uh, what like what kind of experience is it? Like connection with your higher self? Yeah. So unfortunately, unfortunately, there are there could be many um, many events leading to the awakening that a lot of people on your planet would call awakening but they're not yeah so it's almost like imagine a journey from point a to point b but you cannot get from point a to point b point b um, instantaneously and so there are pit stops along the way very often like human beings on this planet would think that a pit stop is is it but it's not it's just like the next step that you've taken. So you kind of see a little bit more, but not all the way. Hmm. Got it. That's why this trigger generally is a pretty dramatic experience. Um, it, like examples of triggers, there can be many. Um, some people get awakened when they go through a near-death death experience. Not that a lot of people go through a near-death experience and live to tell the tale, but that could be a trigger event. Um, a large accident, like a car crash or something, sometimes could be a trigger, not all the time, but sometimes. Um, a highly um, involved um, psychedelic experience could be it, or even a spiritual type of experience like a ritual or what have you. Uh, a very involved meditative experience could be it. A very involved breathwork experience could be the trigger. Um, a lucid dream could be a trigger. Um, a premonition or a vision could be a trigger and et cetera, et cetera. Like there are many. Hmm. So, and, uh, how does it like, uh, how, how does it feel from the human perspective? No, 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 no. I, I, I think like what kind of path you should take to get an awakening? Like what, like, for example, I listen to this podcast and I haven't experienced it yet, but I really want, for example, like what should I do to get it? Is there like a guide? Dense? All right. Well, first things first, not everybody who listens to this podcast needs to go through an awakening experience because not everybody listening to this podcast is going to benefit from an awakening experience. 
an awakening experience and, and having this perception, heightened perception, uh, basically what changes is you're now no longer able to be fully immersed in the reality of the matrix and believe that that is the only thing that exists, right? So your perception really, really dramatically changes and it become it tends to encompass more things, right? Um, you could be, you could, you know, become privy to the world of angels, archangels, for instance, right? That could become real to you as, as part of the awakening experience. You could become, um, you know, really, you can become a lot more in tune with like energy and, and start perceiving it very differently. Um, I guess the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I want us to get really clear that not everybody right now needs to rush to get that awakening, because, you know, it's a little bit of a trend lately. Yeah, it's like and a trend in the community. Correct. Community. Correct. And I would like to caution you that not every trend is necessarily something that you need to pursue. It's really important to connect to your heart center first, right? And understand, is this the calling from within, right? Is this something that's truly yours? Or are you absorbing just like a wave in the collective consciousness of humanity? Because if you are just getting on that trend bandwagon, it might actually hurt you and sidetrack you from what you're truly meant to be doing, right? If you're a baby in the crib, and no, not that any of you is, is going to want to think of yourself as the baby in the crib because everybody likes to be an adult and empowered and all of those good things, right? But just be careful what you wish for, I guess, is the message, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. And, and, but then getting back to your question, like how can people get awakened, right? Like what are the steps that people should take? Yeah. All right. So there is no one path to awakening because each of you, for each of you, that is going to be a completely unique, completely personal experience. No two awakenings happen quite in the same way. Uh, there are many factors for that. You know, your personal soul and the intention that your higher self had for you as you as it projected a part of itself into this reality is one um one potential you know uh, one variable to consider um your guides and how involved they are is a, another variable to consider your personal level of vibration is another thing to consider and by that i mean you know are you high, like a high vibrating being? Are you a low vibrating being? If you're looking for any sort of awakening, especially if you're looking to self-induce it, right? Because a, lo a lot of people who get it, they get it without necessarily pursuing it. It just happens to them hmm. through an experience. Uh, because generally speaking, if you're meant to have an awakening, that is like a pretty earth shattering experience, right? Very often, very often, it would have been pre-planned by your higher self prior to incarnating, right? So that thing is going to happen if it's predestined, so to say, whether you want it or not. But it, like, it's going to hit you. So <laughs> don't worry, right? Um, if you insist, though, on getting to that point, <laughs> I can give you some pointers, right? Uh, first things first is raise your vibration, really. Because the thinning of the veil comes like that as it's basically what you're trying to do, right? Get behind the veil uh, to get the answers because that's what your answers are. Uh, to get behind the veil, you need to be as high vibration as possible. This means changing your lifestyle. 
I know, I know you don't like to hear about it. <laughs> I just literally, uh, as I'm like scanning the listeners of this podcast, are like, okay, there she goes with the lifestyle again. Seriously. C- can I just meditate and like and not change what I eat and, <laughs> you know, what I consume? No, unfortunately, the answer is no. Um, unless your higher self put awakening on your path, right? Which means that it's intentional, which means that it would serve your purpose which means that there is a reason that that is happening. For instance, your higher self might think that it would be very limiting for you to just be in hibernation and, or this is too easy for you. So they need to add the added complexity of an awakening like trigger event because everything post awakening, actually the stakes are higher and those incarnations tend to be more fulfilling, uh, more unique, more different, more productive, etc. but they're harder. It's actually a lot easier to just like deal with the matrix. If on top of dealing with the matrix, you have to deal with the grand mission of your higher self, it, it, it could just become a little bit complicated. But, you know, say you decided, you made up your mind, you want to go the awakening route. Step one is raising your vibration as much as possible. That means changing your lifestyle. That means cutting out all the things that really weigh you down in terms of food. So like meat, seafood, um, even, uh, like dairy, all of those things. Right. So like, that's the, like the bare minimum, obviously all things that, you know, could be considered addictive substances that lower your vibration in this particular case, it will be alcohol. So like cut that out. Pro- you probably want to, you know, say goodbye to your TV time and, and, you know, all, all the different shows and series you like to watch so much. Um, you really would need to kind of like purify your vessel almost. Right. Um, And by vessel, I mean your physical body. Right. So that sometimes involves antiparasitic cleanses. Sometimes it involves things like fasting. Right. How about fasting? If you want to, I guarantee you, okay, you want to hear something funny? If you could find it within you to establish a practice, like say, go on a seven day fast, uh, no food, just water. At the same time, do that, um, do a silent, like um, go silent for the same seven days, right? And limit your interactions. Don't browse the internet. Just like really have like a pen and paper for any insights that can come through. That in itself could be a trigger event. Hmm. The reason being is your vessel is going to be so clean that the energy that gets freed up is going to need to go somewhere. And chances are it's going to go into your, like, it's going to start rising, rising, rising. It might even go to your uh, crown center. And uh, as the energy enters, sorry, exits through your crown, that is going to enable the veil to thin. Hmm. Because, like, um, your, your vibrations are inadvertently going to go um, higher. Um, you can also set up an ascesis. Uh, which is basically giving up something you really like a lot or you're addicted to for a prolonged amount of time to free up additional energy. And then you can intentionally funnel that energy towards an awakening. Um, A quick example could be if you're really into sugar, for instance, Um, completely giving up sugar for, let's say, 30 days, right? Um, And that could be an ascesis for you, like something you commit to, right? And ascesis generally is a practice where you give something up, right? Um, something that takes up a lot of your energy, um, sucks away a lot of your energy, if you want, if you will. 
Um, so if you take that on, that would free up a lot of your energy. And by the way, as a part of it, you know, that energy would generally tend to go to uh, raising your vibration, frankly. Hmm. But you can make it a little bit more intentional. You can say, okay, like I'm setting up this uh, ascesis. This is my, my intention is, you know, to move closer to my awakening. Right. And yeah. then, and then you can go through this, this type of experience or exercise. Um, there, uh, there can be others. I mean, taking on a practice of, uh, like a daily, um, spiritual practice such as meditation, um, or breath work or even prayer, uh, could bring you closer to the trigger event. Hmm. Is it possible, you, you said that if your higher self wants you to be awakened, it's going to hit you no matter what. Yes. I, is it possible that uh, because, you know, there is uh, also um, like a concept of not being on the path and being on the path? Yes. Like if you are on the path, it's going to hit you. But what if you're not on the path? There is a chance Okay, so for your higher self to hit you, hmm. you need to be at a certain level of vibration still, if that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, you're so out of reach that the higher self cannot reach you. So if your level of vibration is too low, then there is a chance that that awakening doesn't happen. Like if you're drinking alcohol and eating red meat all the time, if hmm. that makes sense. Smoke, you know, are addicted to... Uh, you know, drugs, for instance, but like hardcore drugs, like I'm not talking psilocybin because like in my head, that's a plant medicine, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm talking, talking like heroin, for instance, like all of these things, like bring down your vibrations big time. Is it possible that if you're in those vibrations, your higher self cannot reach you? Absolutely possible. Happens all the time. Generally speaking, though, when higher self plans a trigger event, like an awakening, because it believes it can help you better or, or in general, like that is how it designed your incarnation. It would also, also plan things like, how do I raise this kid's vibration in the first place? Yeah. Right? So it'll get you to a place. For instance, like, I don't know, uh, some, some people go on a retreat of some sort um, or go in or like, I don't know, like it could be a silent meditation retreat. All of a sudden they, they like have this calling and they don't know and they can't, can't like not think about it. Um, you know, like there would be other stepping stones that lead to that trigger event mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah right mm -hmm. and those tend to be pre-planned as well right yeah that makes sense and uh if you look at the humanity level yeah uh, how many people get awakened like the percentage and how many people don't get awakened because of this different problems um, are you specifically referring to um, people who are supposed to get awakening, like planned, you know, about 40% the of them actually wake up. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, vibrations on this planet are low. What would you have me do? <laughs> oh, you, you, you see that? That's why I'm asking. That's interesting, right? Because uh, it's planned, right? And, yes. Uh, uh, and plans go astray all the time. Yeah, and only forty percent get awakening. Yeah, right. So other sixty have some issues with vibrations. Vibrations. And there, there is also an aspect of free will. Like there is, 
Um, like the, the lower self needs to be ready. For instance, I'll give you an example. Say they're uh, the, the, a human, a, um, a human being got themselves into a psychedelic experience. Um, and say during that psychedelic experience, if the higher self could have it any way that they want, they would create a trigger event for their lower self to like remember. If the lower self is not up for it, is resisting it, and is not okay with it, the trigger can't happen. Because this is a planet of free will. This is a free will-based universe. This is a very, very important part of the matrix. You cannot force change Hmm. on anyone. So just about as many people go astray because they don't want the awakening as the ones whose vibrations are too low. What what would be uh, maybe an example of a trigger that failed? Well, uh, exactly what I just told you right now. So like this person goes on, on a psychedelic experience. Boom, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Or they have like, a, you know, just like a very general insight about their job or whatever. And, and then they're like, okay, well, this was a good, like they think it was a good trip. Yeah. But like it was never even close to the level of what it could have been. Oh, or you get in a car crash and you survive and you're like, oh. Thank I God survive. I survived. And then you, you don't take that as a message at all. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. One thing I will tell you, though, about awakening, um, you didn't ask me, but, um, you know, you asked me to look at the humanity, like hum- humanity level. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is an unprecedented number of souls incarnated currently on planet Earth that are meant to have an awakening. Like, literally, we haven't seen this in about 5000 years. Mm. Um, this 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 number, this number of souls that chose to be here. And I mean, like mature souls. Uh, mature didn't come across as uh, <laughs> that somehow didn't didn't come come across as intended. Um, say evolved souls, right? So all of these souls are here because there's a lot of planetary work happening. Obviously, you've all heard three bazillion times, three thousand times about the age of Aquarius. I don't need to repeat myself. You know, a lot of evolved souls have arrived. So about ten percent of the human population, right? Which is what, almost 700 million, right? Yeah. Could be awakened or should be, should I say. That was planned, you guys. Oh, wow. And how Which many? would be massive shift of consciousness for this planet. Like your the whole grid of the planet, with this many people awakened, the whole grid of the planet would rebuild itself big time. Huh. Okay, and how many actually awakened out of this 10%? Well, if we use my stat from earlier, about 40%. Yeah. Not all are awakened right now, though. Not the full 40 of the 700 million. We're just just in the beginning stages, actually. You're going to see the the number of people that have this trigger events really be accelerated, um, almost like um, the hockey stick curve year over year. Yeah, actually, how does the future of this process look like? So awakening is also a little bit of, um, so this triggers, um, um, remember how I told you the trigger could happen from the higher self and also from the lower self. Mm-hmm. So, um, human beings actually act a little bit like fireflies when it comes to awakening. I don't know if this is a good analogy, but, uh, basically if you see somebody around you that is sharing undergoing this experience um if you're meant to awaken you're going to start mirroring that person 
because this is a mirror universe and you have mirror neurons in your, in, in your brain. So the more people awaken, you know, the more people are going to be, the more people that are not awakened are going to be exposed to those vibrations. And then their mirror neurons are going to start firing, causing those triggers from within the person. Right. That's a time when like by just seeing and being surrounded by this content, because like awakened people start producing content, awakened people start talking about their experience, awakened people start doing things Mm -hmm. that go against the grain. They don't just awaken and sit still and do nothing, generally speaking. Right. Because a lot of them also happen to be light workers and and happen to be on the planetary mission and they want to share, even if they share within their smaller communities or families it could still create trigger events for others, right? That's why you get this um, um, exponential growth year over year. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, maybe out of the 10% um, that, well, no, no, that's the wrong wrong way to represent the statistics. So only about two-tenths of a percent could be considered awakened right now. So there's a long way to go. But... But right now we're starting to get more and more of these um, of these things happening. And um, as, as I'm kind of like looking at the planetary level, the way it looks like um, is imagine like all of, all of the people that are currently incarnated are kind of like when, when you're asleep, your state is it's um, it's like black. There is no vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you awaken, your head lights up kind of. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of this heads like lighting up. And it's like really, really so pretty to watch. That's why I, I, I liken this to fireflies. Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like lighting up in the darkness. That's very interesting. So you, you said that. And in on average, mm. um, again, you didn't ask me, sorry. But on average, one awakened person is going to awaken 10. Oh. Yeah. That's how the math works on this. That's awesome. Yeah. And you, you said that if uh, all these people awake... Yeah. Um, we're gonna, they're gonna change the grid of the planet. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's the goal, right? And yes. Is there a probability that it's not gonna happen? No. 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 Right. I, I have a heart of a true believer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a believer. <laughs> I so. will never, never tell you that it's not gonna happen. Of course. Yeah. It's just uh, in one of our episodes we. Uh, spoke about the future and like the robots and everything so so it's gonna be part of the ecosystem yes right so these people will get awakening the grid will change but there will be robots right and it's fine yes and we've also discussed about this like the futuristic world on this planet right hey first the planet can benefit from a better grid system by a better grid system i mean a faster grid system Mm-hmm. meaning faster communication that is the first step to enable and telepathic communication on this planet communication with other planets communication with other solar systems communication with other galaxies etc cetera, etc cetera. it starts with updating the grid mm-hmm. the grid of gaia not the most uh evolved <laughs> at this point in time not to offend uh mother gaia um okay as we're looking into the future, right? And I think we've been there with some episodes. The future looks in some ways, right? More divided maybe than than I'd like to admit. Um, 
and I know that the ones, the, <laughs> some of the light souls on, on the on this podcast, just like, I, I see a lot of pain in your heart, heart center just because I just said that. Uh, because you're like, oh no, let's go, unity, hold hands and, and sing Kumbaya. Yes, but, you know, there is a, 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 a few thousands of years of, of, of not of not doing that. And that's okay. So the future is divided in a way that you're going to have a technocratic society in, on, on the one hand that is going to be ruled by, yes, robotics, cyborgs, all the good stuff. Uh, and obviously the domination of the cities. And that's okay as well. The cities are going to get bigger. Uh, on the other hand, you have a subset of the population that lives holistically in in communities, in conscious communities, tribal communities, echo uh, type of villages and settlements, fully enlightened, fully charged uh, with heightened abilities, including things that you would refer to as magic. And that is the society of the future. Hmm. Right yeah. now, the reason that that second living is even an option is because the grids are going to be upgraded. Right. And also enough people are going to be awakened and awakened humans tend to have awakened children. Yeah. Or at least the probability of their children being awakened and in tune and, um, you know, is, is a lot higher. Hmm. Interesting. That's super cool. Uh, because somehow it feels that, oh, uh, if all these people get awakening, all of a sudden the world will turn into this luscious garden and... Uh, everything is going to be great. Like, Oh, look who has the heart of a true believer. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately. No. It's, uh, it's, well, to, to get there, you need 51%, the majority. Ooh. And we're talking 10%. So that is not yet enough. Yeah. Over time, though, it is a possibility. So is there anything one can do to help people get their awakening because you said one person awakes 10 yes share share your light spread your message don't hold it that's the only thing you can do because it's kind of like becoming contagious with light like be as contagious as you possibly can seriously like not only viruses get to be contagious and not only bad things get to be contagious how about light becomes contagious because it is and I don't know that you, you guys truly give credit to how contagious the light within you is. Right? Through the words that you speak, through the products that you consume, through whatever people that you, you support, like conscious enterprises, you know, um, farmers even that grow organically, you know, um, people that um, create conscious goods, et cetera, et cetera. Like you vote with your dollar also, right? So it's, it's about... Um, sharing your message, right? Being true to who you are. Because as long as you're true to who you are, I think sharing the message is going to come very, very naturally. I mean, that that's really how... And, and then another part is, so the being who you are, right? Don't ever underestimate the potency and the weight of your energy. By you just walking into a room, you shift the room's collective energy, whether you realize that or not. It starts, it, it, you tilt it in a certain direction, right? So be present, be in the world as much as possible, whatever your version of being in the world looks like, hmm. right? 
luckily right now there is an internet right and one way of being in the world is spreading work through the internet another is meeting with like-minded minded beings in person you know all of it is being seen and being heard interesting because i think that a lot of people can interpret it as being a teacher right like teach no not necessarily like how does it actually not everybody is a teacher and not everybody should attempt to be one and that's why i said don't ever underestimate the power of your energy and your vibration because by just being who you are you know leading and, and like living your life from the heart living your life from the place of being wholesome consuming certain products and choosing not to consume others eating a certain way right all of that is like leading by example almost mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily teaching it's being in the world and being who you are freely without reservation not preaching to people hey stop eating animals because there are some people that are like that right and it's not necessarily that more the, the energy that this world needs because you cannot bully somebody into becoming a vegan you can inspire somebody to become a vegan right yeah those are very different frequencies to be right mm-hmm. so it's important to understand that just by living the life of awakened person is already enough yes right absolutely it's not that you have to go to instagram and start no sharing stories how you live right no <laughs> yeah it's just living just in the living community. the way that you're living is enough to wake up 10 people yeah i mean if you if you if you want to wake up more then you probably want to share your message oh that makes sense yeah awesome okay and uh, are there any people who get the awakening and then they choose or somehow get to sleep again yes how how does it happen how often how does it happen they invalidate everything that they've seen and heard and they call it um they make it not real or they make it not mean anything because it's it it could be overwhelming it could be too much and some some beings just not able to handle it oh huh. yeah so they think it's a fantasy like they yes they repel it with all dream. they are and then they stop having experiences that are outside of the matrix consciousness hmm. how often does listen it? it's a free free will based universe oh yeah yeah it's up to you but how, how often does, how often does this happen mm-hmm. and how can one maybe avoid this kind of situation mm, doesn't happen well it depends on what what you define as often um doesn't happen that often maybe about like eight percent of the time give or take seven to eight hmm. i mean i don't think that's a lot how can one prevent this from happening yeah this is such an endearing question <laughs> because it's almost like how can i make sure that the fact that i have free will doesn't mess me up in the future uh <laughs> i don't know that there is an answer to that i don't think you should be worried not by you i don't mean like you specifically sergey i think i don't think anybody should be worried about that Mm. because ultimately you always do what's right for you there is no right or wrong answer everything is a lesson everything is a learning so i wouldn't obsess too much over how do i make sure i don't use my lose my awakening (laughs) just just go with it just go with the flow frankly got it okay and uh, is there anything else you would like to maybe add or say to people who has to get an awakening but 
somehow still haven't gotten one. Well, I would say that listening to the content like this one is really helpful because this helps really cleanse your palate, uh, your vibration as far as the content that you consume. So even like listening to a podcast like this, it's it's kind of like going getting back to the zero state, right? Uh, listening to just 10 to 15 minutes of, of, of this type of content could erase you watching uh, like the news or consuming uh, like a bunch of negativity from, from the media. So uh, cleansing your palate like that and, all, all, you know, looking and seeking out high vibrational content and, you know, high vibrational teachers um, could be something that you need, you know, uh, and, and it could help you get closer because when you are in, in, in a high state of vibration, the things that are going to get attracted to you are going to show you the way, hmm. right? Yeah. So you just start building the right vibration, vibrational vortex around you you know, when you're in, um, in, in a heightened state so that things can happen for you, not to you. And so that, you know, if your true intention is to get awakened, that the tools are going to be given and shown to you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, now I'm going to end our session. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at conversationswithmyhigherself.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love, Maria and Sergey.